Hello everyone, and welcome to the Never End Podcast, a podcast open to everyone, especially the new world chess champion, Ding Liren. He beat Yana Hamashi, who I can't stand, so fuck that guy. Hell yeah, my name is Luke, I am your host of the Never End Podcast, and with me, as always, is the 69th ranked chess player in the world. It's Mr. Guy, say hello Mr. Guy. That's me, I am the 69th. A ranked chess player in the world, and I got there by using vibrating anal beads, and I wanted everything. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yes, uh, I, I I watched that live last night after the wrestling, because wrestling was nice enough to uh, start early for me. I know you probably hated that. It did start early, but I got to see Ding Liren beat uh, the other dude, Yana Pomnishu. So, yeah, awesome. I was very happy. That's and about as funny as I get. We got, yeah. we got that going on. You're watching, you know, Picard. You love it. Fucking, yeah. I got a PS5 the other day, and, and I didn't realize Octopath Traveler 2 is also on the PS5, so I got that, and my life has nice. ended. Everything just stopped, and that's what I've been up to, so I got that. Yeah, I, I know how you feel. I've been, like, I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2, and this one has lots of New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers oh, okay. in it. This is that one, okay. Yeah, so uh, I'm. Some of them only turn up as characters you fight against in the Colosseum Arena. Uh, that that will mean something to some people. Uh, but some of the other wrestlers, like some of the older wrestlers, like uh, uh, Choshu, uh, Fujinami, uh, KKG Mudo, and some of those, and Masahiro Chono, some of those guys, right? That that, that you play against them in this mini game about controlling real estate okay and they're all voiced and everything and you fight them and i'm just like this is the most bizarre thing ever and i and i and i fucking love it so yes yeah, that's uh, awesome yeah i'm definitely and it was new japan related so i, I yeah that's well that's we got three big shows to talk about luke and there's well, we've all got the two big shows to talk about <laughs> shows to talk about yeah that's fair um, we have three shows in total to talk about, but there is a rumor floating around started by Chris Charlton that we need to report on because, you know, we are the, the place to go for your rumors and, uh, <laughs> and you know, and stuff like that at pro wrestling and star ratings and top 10 lists, of course. And that is that Gino Gambino at Dominion. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And Chris is. Uh, Chris also mentioned that, uh, yeah, uh, you might see a different Gino as well because he's lost a bit of beef. And uh, I can I can vouch for that. I saw him at Tamashi. Man, he's looking incredible. So, you know. Yes, he, I've seen the photos. It's unbelievable. I've had actual yeah. conversations with the man himself about what he's doing. And it's, uh, you know, no carbs and lots of working out. Yep. Yeah. Well, whatever he's doing. Well done. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Well done. He's, it's Fucking working. Awesome. But. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, what am I doing with myself? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but before we jump into anything else, yes, we are going to cover two Road to Dontaku shows, and then the other show is called Satsuma for some reason. Uh, but we'll get there. Yeah, hashtag NJ Satsuma. I'm like, what? You got all the mandarins coming out? What is this, fucking oranges and shit? What's going on? But uh, before we do that, there are ways people can contact and interact with us if they wish. Uh, we're, we're on the Tweety uh, collectively at Never Open Pod. I'm at 
Grumpy Two E B. I never said Drew. I almost said yours. Uh, and you, Mister Guy, are at Drucifer tweets. If anyone can send us a written or voice email, neverevenpod at gmail.com. And if you've got a bit of extra money, kick it our way. Buy yourself some merch and look never as. Uh, all right, there we go. Done. Yeah, that's done. Um, and everybody, we don't have any voice emails. We don't have any Ring of Honor. We got no wrestler diaries. This is pure, pure. So that's what we're going to talk about this whole time is wrestling. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. About 30 people just turned this episode off. Oh, no diaries? Fuck this shit. No, no. <laughs> but, yeah, we're just going to pretty much this. I know there was a Jay White match on Rampage, but I haven't watched Rampage yet. I had a, a busy weekend and New Japan first, other promotions. Uh, oh, not, you, not can't, first. you can't wait for that new AEW show starring CM Punk with the two hours or something adding an extra hour to the other show it's gonna be so many no. hours <laughs> no dynamite is their only must watch show of the week rampage is background stuff filler at best and now you oh, come on man dude just yeah too many it's too much like i'm not i'm just gonna start being a bit more casual with it if it's gonna be, be a bit be a bit, bit like that so uh yeah or just don't watch it at all. That's what I do. I love just having the one promotion to follow. And sometimes it's too much, too. I mean, New mm. Japan, they're throwing unnecessary shows up on New Japan World here with this last show we'll talk about. Well, dude, I, I'd have finished. Like, Charity and I would have finished Picard Season 3 by now if it, if it wasn't for New Japan. <laughs> you know, because uh, it's on at night time and it's our viewing time. So, you know, it's like, hey, so, eh. savor it. Savor it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, I was going to mention something I like seeing in that show, but there's spoilers, and uh, I, I think we'll probably end up having a Never Realm at some point about yeah. all that well, stuff. Well, we, we have to discuss the Gil Hibben knife uh, appearing in the show. That is huge news for you and me, and we got to talk all about it sometime. But first, we have to talk about this uh, April 27th show that was at Hiroshima Sun Plaza Hall. And we all know everything about that place, so we don't have to go over what's going on in there. But I don't know if you noticed this, Luke. This show, I watched it live, and they had contract signings before the show. So, like, the junior tag titles, um, was it was mostly uneventful. They're both like, I'm going to win. And then they, you know, they both are sure going to win. And Catch-22 says they're going to win this one and become the longest reigning champs ever, which means they're going to lose. And then the junior title has Kanemaru attacking Hiromu, pulling a Kanemaru gambit, and he uh, and <laughs> Hiromu, Hiromu responds by running away like a little bitch. Thanks, Hiromu. You know, I, 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 I really like this night that we're about to talk about, and I really like uh, the two massive main events that we get. I just don't like the finishes to my matches. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> Am I mad at the finishes of both? Not really, but yeah, I just wanted both to go the other way. But yeah, that 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 is how it is. But I'm gonna get you to start this time. All right, uh, Mr. Guy. So what is it? Bolton and Lube versus. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, so you want me to start? So that means I'll start. Yeah. So it's a tag match. It's it's Aaron Hanare. And Great Ocon versus Bolton Oleg and Oscar Luibe. And uh, Jushin Thunder Lumberjack is on commentary this night, which is <laughs> really funny. Jushin Thunder Liger's ringside. 
with a lumberjack shirt on, and it's great. That's awesome. His mask I mean, and a lumberjack shirt. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So I like how he has a dress down mask as well. He's got the mask he wore in yeah. wrestling, and then he's got the dress down mask. It shows more of his face and stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. got a like mask for the shower. He's got a mask for funerals, <laughs> mask for weddings, all that stuff. So um, <laughs> he's there. And then Great O'Con, he shows Bolton that he doesn't know shit about Matt wrestling, which is pretty great. And uh, Bolton gets real mad and does like scary looking slam thing on a Great O'Con. Hinare and Oscar Lube, they throw hands and uh, Oscar Lube gets some of his shit and including a leg drop. But uh, in the end, it's ultimate exodus on Oscar Luibe for the win from Hinare. So when do we mention it? There's going to be some Hinare uh, news. We got in trouble with him again on the uh, on the Tweety, so uh, what are we we'll have to bring well, you that have up. To remind me. You have to remind me because I, I get I get in trouble with him every week, so I don't know what I did yeah, this I do, time. You'll have to do believe you know. decided to give him a bit more shit about his uh, Japanese translations, and he, he just oh, came in. Oh, no! He was giving me shit. Like, he just, I don't know, he, like, tweeted something that didn't make any sense in, in the uh, translation, and then he called me an idiot. And I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, during the show, too, by the way. So. I, yeah, it was. I remember saying, like, damn it, Mr. Mr. Andy, we're in trouble again. And then he responds, like, Hinari podcast to incoming. I'm like, oh, shit. Gonna hurt us, man. <laughs> All right, so next we have... Well, Gator, I love you, dude. You know I do. I, I end most of the shows with in Gator we trust. But... I don't like, I don't think anyone likes any other human being 100% of the time. And that's this time for me, because fuck you, Gato. I am sick of House of Torture versus fucking Chaos. I am sick of it. It is House of Torture versus Bishamon, Yo, and Yado. I did not take notes for any of these matches. No. And I think, uh, I think the real, I think one real reason, there's probably a few others, but there's one reason people hate House of Torture it's because this is the only fucking team they're wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Show and yo. Stop it. There's a Shoto on Dick Togo. I'm like, oh, wow, that's a strong win. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. When does the hurting stop? It was uh, deep hurting. When does hurting stop? I, I like almost – I like most of the people in these in these matches. They just need to not see each other anymore. This – and I'm going to rinse repeat that, whoever does the next. There is one f- fucking awesome spot in the last match they do in, involving Yo's Wiener. But other than that, I'm just like, no, stop it. All right. So well, I, can, next. Oh. I can cover the next one if you want to make up for no, that. But, but we're going back and forth. I don't know why you had me start and then you want to switch again. So let's let's not be changing you know, uh, boats midstream here, Luke. So this next open, match is, it's a change. And yeah, it's All a right. six man tag, Luke. And it's Kenta, Finley, and Ishimori versus Master Huato, Hikaleo, and Tamatanga. I wish they would get water away from these guys, but that's my opinion. They brawl before the bell. Hikaleo does really good uh, against Kenta until, you know, Bull Club jump in. But Hikaleo overpowers the, them all with a double suplex. And Wado is beating up Bullet Club, but he gets murdered by Kenta while trying to do a dive, and it's all kinds of heat on Wado. Hikaleo gets some big spots, but uh, this shit is already getting old, just like House of Torture and Chaos. So Wado finally comes back and gets a dive. Trash Panda, it's called, like, 
into the abyss or something now. And uh, he, he, I think he pins water. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it was on, on Lato as well. And uh, next we have, yeah, we're in that, we're in that stage now with, with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling where we're looking forward to some of the matches. But on the other hand, some of the previews slash feuds have been going on just a little, this, shit, this shit doesn't matter. This this show is about two things. It's about some of these uh, main events that we're going to talk about, the main event and the co-main event, and this is the night that they're announcing the best of Super Juniors. Oh, my God. None of this other shit matters, so that's why we don't no. care about it. We don't that's right. That. So we've got uh, TMDK, that is Zack Sabre Jr., Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste versus Aussie Open on the Cobb. It's uh, Kyle Fletcher, Dunk Stiller, uh, Mark Davis, and, of course, Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Hayes does this gnarly-looking Frankenstein, and Kyle at the start, he's just like, yeah, I think I'll just jump up at Frankenstein of you. I'm like, oh, okay. Just look, <laughs> just, just like, how do you casually do shit like that? Yeah, a lot of talent and a lot of practice, I guess. But uh, I like the story of this match. Into So the, they're setting up the tag title match. I'm into it. Four Aussies. Going for tag titles on New Japan TV. I'm like, hook that shit up to my veins. Not only that, we have this feud going on between Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb. And the story is clear. It is the man who can submit you from anywhere against the man who can just suplex you from anywhere. And it's just how they kind of transition from things like that. There's awesome little things. I don't know specifically which preview it is. They've had a few now. But you'll see things like Zach, you know, climbing all over Jeff Cobb to put a submission hold on him. And next thing you know, he's up for a suplex. Oh, no, he's back down another submission hold. No, there's a different kind of suplex being put on. That's going to be 15 minutes of that. I hook it up. To, yeah, I, I can't fucking wait. It's going to be amazing. So Team DK and the Empire have done their jobs. Uh, I never got bored. I've never gotten tired of their feud. And all the matches have been fantastic. So, yes, uh and then it ends with uh, Shane Haste uh, pinning uh, Kyle Fletcher. So really cool stuff between uh, these two teams. I'm into it. We'll see a lot of this later, too, because, like, Jeff Cobb also was an Olympic wrestler. And in 2004, he represented Guam and was, uh, you know, like number 21 in the world in amateur wrestling. So he knows what he's doing with that shit. And I can't wait to talk about another match that happens later where he kind of displays some of that. It's pretty great. I, I also like Kyle Fletcher wrestling anytime. So it's awesome. But uh, yeah. anyway, this next match it includes, it's an eight man tag Luke. And it includes, first of all, 15 minutes of entrances. We got GBH. <laughs> we got Ishii. We got Okada. Da-da. I'm not going to do this forever. And then we got Strong Style and Shota Umino. And man, I love Shota Umino's entrance uh, song. It's fucking cool. And uh, I don't know. I really enjoy that. But anyway. Uh, Good, because you get to hear all of it. <laughs> well, I mean, I just like guitar. So uh, yeah. Ishii and Desperado, they start and they do the never shit that we love. And they can't stop doing it. And it's great. And Ren is focused on Okada, though. And um you know, Okada kind of just makes Ren do, you know, dumb shit sometimes, which is great, which I like. Oh, and also Makabe does dumb shit. So um, uh, Shota um Umino interrupts, but GBS used the power of Hanma to, uh, uh, to <laughs> I don't know if that is the power of Hanma to attack Wait, what yeah. to, to take back over. So uh, and then there's heat on Desperado. Ren gets destroyed by Okada 
who then taunts Suzuki, and there's a big Suzuki chant. These crowds are pretty great. The second night we'll talk about, the crowd is even more, like, like the most insane crowd ever. But this crowd's pretty awesome. So we get more never shit from Desperado and Ishii. There's a, they're kind of a big focus of this match. And uh, we get some good shit between um, Ishii and Suzuki, too. And then Okada and Suzuki start wrestling, and it's great. And Okada keeps stopping what he's doing to run over and knock Ren off the apron so he can't tag in. Uh, strong style, they team up on Okada, and Ren is left alone after to get the win. He's doing well, and uh, but Shota Umino blind tags himself in to try to get the win himself, which is pretty funny. And there's competition on who will pin Okada, but neither one does, of course. Hanma in versus Shota. Uh, Shota ends up throwing Hanma around like a sack of potatoes and gets <laughs> rider for the win. So uh, I don't know if you saw this, but after that match, Lee. What is that? There's something in the sky. It's headed for Japan. I don't know what it is. That's right. We're going to get those every night as well. Mm-hmm. So you reckon uh, this uh, mystery person turns up at Dontaku on Wednesday night? I don't know. Maybe he will. <laughs> So many wounds. <laughs> it's funny. So on the second night, we get a little more imagery with the coming soon video, which is not necessarily imagery I like, unless it's Big Boss Man. But it's like police imagery, you know, like SWAT teams can moving in, you know, and that's a little different. That's like, oh, but are the SWAT teams there to like take care of the thing that's, you know? flying to japan or are the yeah. swat teams like there to back him up we don't is, we don't know is this guy gonna walk out and then as soon as he walks out onto the stage the crowd's gonna cheer then they're gonna gasp because all these kind of like red laser lights appear on him and then it's just like all right take him out Da-na, all right Da-na, Da-na, don't you just do the shield music no fuck you don't do that <laughs> get out of here no that that reminds me of Roman Reigns, and I hate him. So d- how dare you? To my New Japan safe space. How dare? All right, let's go to the next match. We have Bushi and Shingo versus Taichi and Sonata. Yeah. I like seeing uh, Shingo and Taichi start. Like, <clears throat> all right. So Taichi is doing kind of like these kawada kicks on Shingo. Shingo wants them. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll take some of these. So then they swap kind of positions, and then Shingo does some kawada kicks. And look. I feel like everyone knows that I love Shingo, and I think he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Don't do kawada kicks anymore. <laughs> Any kicks. Kicks are not his thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he maybe a big boot. That's about it. He's he's an upper body. It's an upper body business brother, and he's an upper yeah. body guy. Like Shingo's a pretty close to perfect wrestler, but yeah, uh, <laughs> kicks are not your forte, mate. Just uh, look. Just hit him, and uh, Tai Chi will yeah, fill in with the kicks. Apart from that one spot, this match is really awesome. And uh, <laughs> both men go outside almost to a 20 count, which is really cool because this is going to set up their uh, triad match. And I like how that match has five different ways to win. So <laughs> they're, they're using the logic of how you do that like in these previews as well. And, oh, man, that match is going to – I can't wait to talk about it. This match is really fucking cool. Bushi and Sonata is surreal and fun for me to see wrestle. Uh, it's just really cool. So different. And Taichi and Shingo is my shit, really. It's just uh, two of my faves going to war. So, yeah, there's, it's really cool stuff. Skull end on Bushi, though. So, oh, poor Bushi. Yeah. Well, Luke, what do you think? <laughs> you want to announce uh, Block A and I'll announce Block B? All right, let's do it. 
uh, in between this match and the next one, we get a really exciting announcement. It is for the best of the Super Juniors. <gasps> 30! <laughs> Stealing your shit every time now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'll do I'll do A Block. And uh, in A Block, we have Hiromu Takahashi. His Ryusuke. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. If he wins while he's the champion, what are all the other junior wrestlers even bothering for? Like, <laughs> might as well just go to a different company because it's just going to be the Hiromu show. All right. Don't even say that. All right. So, Hiromu Takahashi, Ryusuke Taguchi, Doki. Makes me nervous seeing Doki in this. All right. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Taiji Ishimori, Show, TJP, Titan, Kushida. Leo Rush and Mike Bailey. Really cool block. Yeah, big surprise. Speedball Mike Bailey, obviously. Um, You know, Teton exists. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for Doki versus uh, Taguchi because that is always fucking hilarious and awesome. Plus, it'd be so cool if Doki beat Hiromu. Man, I'd love that. That'd be so great. Uh, plus, what Teton, what's Teton going to think of just five guys? That's important to know, you know. Um, and I, I, it's good that Yo and Sho aren't in the same block. I mean, they probably should be. Oh, thank God. I'm so happy about that. We're also going to get – we got a tease of it at the American show recently, but we're going to actually get a full match between Leo Rush and Mike Bailey. Uh, yes, please. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Mike Bailey is going to wrestle Hiromu and Kushida. Come on, man. That's – Tremendous. That's going to be so great. So block A looking pretty cool. We got uh, B block here, as uh, Luke likes to call it, banger block, because we do the match. Yeah. So Desperado. Oh, big surprise there. Hopefully this is his last one. I really would like this to be his last one and him to move to heavyweight, but that's just my opinion. So Master Huato fills out the second spot. Third, we have yo. Fourth, we have... Kanemaru, the man who should have won. And next we have Bushi. Then the evil Clark Connors. He's no longer the wild rhino. He's like he's like uh, on the rocks or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but it's something alcohol related. I can't remember. So um, carbonated or something. Anyway, so he got Clark Connors. Gee, that's and funny, got, man. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you got Robbie Eagles. Excellent, of course. And then you got Akira, of course, which is great. Kevin Naito, which he has been tremendous on this tour. I'm very excited to talk about him. And then a guy that joined United Empire on the most recent, like, Rev Pro show where they were all over there. Dan Maloney, I hear he's good. A British person told me that he is very good. So thinking he might be good. He's, He's a really cool move by New Japan. All right. It's 2023. The world has opened back up. We could get juniors from everywhere. And New Japan's just like, eh, except for maybe a couple of guys. We got this. We can stack this with our own talent. And they did. Pretty much. Except for maybe like Mike Bailey and Dan Maloney. They're all New Japan guys. Uh, yeah. I like it. it it's a, the, the blocks are, are great. There's some really interesting, exciting matchups. There's some, there's enough, there's a couple of new guys in, in, in stuff to keep matches fresh. We're also going to get some. Uh, oh my God, we're getting Desperado versus Katamaro. Come yeah. on, that's going to be so. That's four awesome. new guys. Four new guys this year. So four guys mm-hmm. who have never been in the tournament before. 
it, I think this will be the second tournament for TJP or third and the second one for Akira. Uh, Robbie Eagles has only been in a few times. So there's, you know, there's some guys that have, you know, only been in a few times. I mean, obviously him and Doki have both been in a while. What am I talking about? I'm just saying, Mr. Guy, Doki's in one block. Robbie Eagles is in the other block. It's yeah, time. Finals. It's time. <laughs> They'll kill each other. <laughs> if they have a finals match, they will just kill each other and they'll both be dead. We don't want that. So, although it would be fun to watch. So, anyway, well, that's exciting. Best of Super Juniors. Can't wait. You know, it's always a fun time. Tournament mode for us where we just like watching wrestling all fucking day and recording podcasts every other day. Can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Cool. Before we do any of that, we got to talk about the rest of this. So next we have a special singles match. It's very special, Luke, because it, it is Doki versus Tetsuyo Naito, fucking jerk off. So, you know, Naito's being a massive prick, taking forever to get the ring, of course. And Doki just attacks him before the bell. It gets the big shine. It's great. And Naito just like kind of shrugs him off, though, of course, and starts working over Doki's neck. And it's like, fuck you, dude. But the crowd is all behind Naito, and I hate them for that. What's your problem? Yeah, what are you? Hey, no, hey, crowd. It's Naito versus Doki. Guess what? Spoiler alert. Naito's going to win. So why don't you just throw a few cheers for the underdog here? Come on. Fucking jerk-offs. Naito lines yeah. up for a springboard back elbow uh, from Doki and gets absolutely nailed. <laughs> it's great. They, they kind of like run right into each other and it's awesome doki's doing really well he gets a double stop for a two count and naito is selling his ass off and you're like wow naito thank you for being nice in this way although you're not nice in other ways they aren't uh perfectly on the same page but that's kind of like a naito thing you know as more than yeah. it's a doki thing so uh there is an amazing move here okay i've never seen this before so handstand like backspring like apron ddt from the apron to the floor from doki doki on naito and naito just goes rolling into the guardrails wow <laughs> that was I, so I awesome jumped out of my chair when i saw that like what the fuck was that oh my god so great and then naito follows that up by botching a tornado ddt <clears throat> when his foot completely slips off the rope but they don't skip a beat and Naito goes right into the next, uh, the elbows, right? You know, so the crowd cheers him. And I'm like, you guys, he's torturing Doki. I hate Hiroshima. Fuck them. And so it, it, it turns out that this is Doki's hometown, or uh, excuse me, Naito's hometown. So that's yeah. why they're being dicks. And I guess I'm supposed to know all that. But basically, I just get reminded of it every time it happens. Oh, yeah, that's this person's hometown. So anyway, Doki keeps firing up. And he gets a Doki Chokey. Naito's, uh, you know, his his Achilles heel. And Naito struggles out. But it takes a while. And Doki reapplies it, the the hold, causing Naito to finally have to use a rope break. What a bitch. And Doki set up for daybreak, but Naito won't stand up. What a jerk. Chumpy is refing this match. And he has to check on him. You okay, Naito? Yeah, leave me alone, dick. And so awesome daybreak for two. And the crowd finally starts cheering. But it's for a kick out of Naito, not for Doki. <laughs> Fuck you. So there's this cool side suplex thing where Doki does that like wild thing where he kind of like powers a dude up. Kind of it's almost like the end of days kind of, but it's like a DDT, backwards DDT too. Anyway, that yeah. is a cool move. And he tries to do it, but it gets reversed right into a destino, but he kicks out. <laughs> Doki kicks out of Destino. So trapping side pin yeah. and Naito barely kicks out of that. 
they struggle over uh, like a suplex de la Luna for a while. And there's an awesome looking Valencia Destino. Fucking Naito wins. Boo. But great match from Doki. After the match, Naito is all pissed off because uh, just five guys won't get out of the ring. And he's like, hey, it's my hometown. Could you get out of the ring so they can celebrate? And they're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. Dude, this match is great. Like, all right. I have to say, like, if this was Doki versus Okada, I don't see Doki getting this much offense in. No. And I sure as fuck don't see him kicking out of at least one Rainmaker before the finish either. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like Naito was pretty damn generous. He bumped like a bump machine for, for Doki, took two Destinos to beat him. I don't know. Doki looked pretty good getting his ass kicked here. So, uh, I really like this match. It, and Doki gets to pull out some shit that make you and I just go, what the fuck? <laughs> and Naito's game for it as well. So, Respect. I really like this match. It's, it's fucking great. I do love that, like, Sonata and Taiji are out there supporting Doki. I'm like, oh, you guys are adorable to watch him lose like this, but thank you. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely oh. great stuff. I really liked it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like Just Fight, guys. Yeah. They're, they, they're kind of the best, aren't they? Yeah. All right, let's, <clears throat> let's do it. We have... Catch 2-2, that is Francesco Akira and TJP versus Kevin Knight and Kushida. And I was on the train of, why don't we keep these belts on Catch 2-2? They're hot. They're awesome. Let's keep this train going. And New Japan was just like, no. All right. Well, fair enough. Okay. It's, I think that's the only bad part for me in this match, like that, that the ending. And I'm happy for the winners. Like, I like Kevin Knight and I love Kushida, but I guess I wasn't ready for the Catch 2-2 train to end. There's TJP and Kushida to start off. So we got Matt Mace Wrestling to, to, to start us off here. We've got Greater Khan and Hanare hanging out there for the Empire Boys. And then uh, Knight and Akira tag in, and they're going freaking fast. In fact, blink and you'll miss it. <laughs> I like seeing Kevin Irish rip towards the railing too and he just jumps right over it. Jesus Christ. And I, I would say this match is amazing. There's so many cool tag team spots and reversals. I liked when Akira saved uh, TJP from like a top rope runner at one point. It's an amazing junior tag team title match. And I'm getting into it because I'm like, all right. It's, it's all right. I like this match. I will say, though, it doesn't have that extra element of intensity or, like, kind of danger that maybe some of the previous ones did. Obviously, like, the Yo and Leo Rush match had the, had the blood and all that kind of stuff. You had the, oh, my God, please, with the just five guys, or four guys at the time, like, that kind of added thing. So I feel like Catch-2-2 have been through some gnarly wars. And this match, while good, isn't quite a gnarly war in in it knows so i'm like catch two two could beat like these major awesome burst teams but it's yeah that's just how i feel about it mr guy but uh at the end of the match we've got you know, kevin knight pinning francesco akira one two three and we have new junior tag champs i guess like, akira and tjp you don't really need them anymore they've both established themselves and this is a good spot for kevin knight to be in because yeah, all right, I'm disappointed he won the titles. But 
he's been absolutely fucking phenomenal this tour, as you said. And they put some gold on him. So it shows that they're serious about this this um, young man as well. So I'm pretty happy with that, I guess. Silver linings and all. What do you think about this? I don't know what else you want from, you know, a, a junior stack match. I mean, this has got it all. It's pretty great. I know. You know, maybe I, a part I of me is was... just like, oh, I like catch two, two so bad. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't give a shit that they lost at all. I thought that was really yeah. cool that Kushida and Kevin Knight won because, you know, first of all, that's redemption for Kushida a little bit. And Kevin Knight yeah. is like the only only like the fifth black guy to ever win a title in New Japan. So that's fucked up. Oh, really? And yeah. So New Japan needs to get on that. So I was happy to see him, you know, win, not just because of that, but kind of because of that a little bit. And, you know, I just I don't know. I thought it was an awesome match. And Kevin Knight, like, he gets really great reactions. Um, we'll talk about it more, you know, obviously on these next two nights, some of the crowd reactions and stuff that he gets. But, I mean, he will just – like, on the the most recent show we watched, he jumped over a guy, did an up and over in the corner, one of the most standard moves in wrestling. And the crowd's like, whoa! I can't believe <laughs> So, I mean, he's got – something and it's pretty obvious what it is it's it's so great watching him go up huge for moves no matter what it is he's jumping 10 feet in the air for it it's great man and i thought that uh you know the pace of this match was perfect for uh, a juniors tag match it wasn't the best catch two two match i don't think that yeah. you know and that's it wasn't that one but man it's the best jet setters match we've seen and i thought they were pretty great so i don't know pretty cool I don't know what your yeah. problem is, but it is what it is. So um, I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. You're allowed to. You're allowed to have opinions. So the next match, Luke, was uh, the main event. It's a junior title match, and this one I feel like you did because I'm fucking pissed off when <laughs> the result happens here. But this match is exciting and it's very good. And as we know, if you're a junior in New Japan, there you have one mission in life, and it is to wreck every leg you see. <laughs> and guess who loves wrecking legs? Is Hiromu Takahashi and Kanemaru. And that's what we got here. So these two guys go at it. It's fuck your leg, the match. And Kanemaru spends his first bit fucking up Hiromu's leg all over the place. And then Hiromu's like, hey, wait a second. You got a leg? And starts fucking his leg up. And it's it's great. And Kanemaru has to, like, you know, basically sell to the outside, just like Hiromu had done. But he's playing possum knee breaker to the floor from the apron. <laughs> I love that. That move was so great. So they go back and forth like that most of the match. It's just, you know, different leg trauma and building up to more and more leg trauma. So I like it. There's an apron bomb attempt, but Hiromu jams his own leg. So a deep impact from the apron to the floor. And I was joking around with you. I was like, oh, I guess they, they don't want to do anything from the top rope. But then when I was typing that, her, uh, Kanemaru went up for the moonsault. And I'm like, except for the moonsault. Because they're just like, we're just going to do a apron moves. Because that's like all they do in the match is they keep going from the apron to the floor. It's great. Suntory surprise backfires. And time bomb for two for Hiromu. And I don't like that. I don't like it when he starts hitting his finish. Because that, mm, ah, that's one step towards the end. So back it's to like the when you see a Carter do, do like his drop kick or something like that. And you're just like, yeah. oh, shit, it's over. Yeah. yeah, or 
it's like when John Cena starts doing those shoulder tackles, you're like, fuck. Anyway, but uh, there's a figure four for Red Break Spots, really good. Tornado DDT and a moonsault from two, four two from Kanemaru. He goes up for Deep Impact and gets it for two. Kanemaru should have spit the Suntory surprise on Hiromu's leg before. You know what I mean? Like he he was trying to hit him in the face, but this is fuck your leg, the match. Just spray it on his leg. So anyway, um, there's a big lariat and a brain buster from uh, Kanemaru. That's awesome. And just five guys are going bonkers ringside, which is, adds a lot to the match. So Hiromu gets he's gets going, but he gets cut off for a time bomb two in another figure four. And he has a great like he has or he has to grab red shoes to stop from tapping out. Hiromu does. Fuck him. And so he rolls over towards the ropes in agony and finally gets there. And I'm fucking pissed. And then they struggle in a lockup, uh, like basically trying to block or hit a suplex or something. It's pretty cool. And Hiromu has to use a rope break to get out of the lockup, but then comes right back in with a brain buster for a double down. And we get a sneaky pin from Kanemaru and one with extra stank Luke for two. It was three, by the way, that was 100% three. And, the, you know, Red Shoes is like, nope, it was two. That wasn't the finish. So uh, Lariat from Hiromu, he's feeling it. Time bomb for two. And then um, it says Big Karate, but I don't know what that means. I think that just means um, Big Lariat, maybe, and Time Bomb two for the win. Boo! I think if Hiromu was going to win this match, I think I might have referred one of his uh, cheeky roll-up pins or something like that. <clears throat> All of his wins have been 100% emphatic. Like, everyone he's pinned. Are. Yeah, they always are. And and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I like this match a lot. This match is fucking fantastic. Both men make me believe I'm all on Cam, Kanemaru. I know he's probably losing because Hiromi's got a title shot, so they wouldn't have him lose a title, then go for another title straight away. I, I guess kind of makes weird sense, but... I wish they would too. And especially since, like, I found out that Kanemaru has never been New Japan Pro Wrestling Junior Champion. He has for GHC and uh, the GHC champ and the All Japan. I don't know. Does All Japan have a Grand Prix body? I don't know. Doesn't matter. But uh, I, I, I really like this match a lot. It's super fuck your leg, the match. It's exciting. It makes me believe. And then and then you just get that feeling of just like, oh, it's it's over. Hiromu just wins again and I feel I'm I'm, I'm still feeling it man Hiromu's too he's, he might be too over for the junior division you reckon like he, he may maybe have maybe that's what they're doing yeah you never know but did did I like Catch 2-2 and not versus Kushida hell yeah great match did I like Hiromu versus Kanemaru oh yeah great match did I wish the finishes went the opposite direction? Absolutely. But as a night of wrestling, this was fucking awesome. And we got the best of Super Junior lineup, which is like like a classic lineup of New Japan guys. And I'm excited. So, yeah, it's a really good show. I'm, I'm not too bummed out or anything like that. So they'll, they'll cheer me up a lot with the next night anyway. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's back pretty good. Yeah, and I'll start this one off because this next night, I mean, that show was very good. It, 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 stuff that happened on it felt important. 
you know, and but this yeah. next night, this is just a magical evening of wrestling because it's a, for some reason it has a special name. It's called Wrestling Satsuma no Kuni. Okay, I don't know why, but it is. I'm sure all these shows too. By the way, we forgot to mention have no English commentary, so we just have to guess, which is kind of fun. I don't I don't mind that at all, you know. So and we aren't gonna read like backstage stuff or anything. So if you want that, go yeah. somewhere else. But anyway, so um. This was on the 29th, <laughs> and it's at this place called Kogoshima Arena, and that's an indoor sporting arena located in Kogoshima, Japan, Luke. And the capacity of the arena is 5,000. It was opened in 1992, and it hosted some matches for the Women's World Cup in 2003. That's football. So, but Luke, tell me all about this crowd. This crowd, like, do, do they not get as many New Japan shows as some of the more uh, popular areas because this crowd must have been like, man, we haven't had wrestling here for ages. We're just going to go absolutely batshit insane the whole night. And it was incredible. The crowd was hot for pretty much everything. And it, I feel like it added another layer to some of the really awesome parts of, of tonight, uh, especially like the two title matches that we get tonight. So uh, yeah, crowd's insane they're up for anything and uh yeah it's just a fucking great crowd it's not as good as say where's that crowd that was yeah that's a soccer soccer crowd where they're like fuck fuck the restrictions we're just going to cheer anyway but yeah so it's not as many people though so i mean a soccer crowd is gonna be twice as many people this is like you know four thousand people maybe maybe not even that many probably less and uh, I did research kind of this area where this place is at, Luke. And uh, I will talk more about it on the next night because there's not much else to talk about. Um, but the like this is in the southernmost part of Japan. So this is really far away from Tokyo. I'm talking like a thousand miles from Tokyo, <laughs> like, you know, like eleven hundred kilometers, twelve hundred kilometers from uh, from Tokyo, which is wild that it's that far that, away. That- that's a lot of piss. That's a lot of piss stops on the bus ride. Thanks, <laughs> oh man, they even have to fly, you know, because it it takes like four hours just to fly there from Tokyo, let alone you know bullet train or whatever else you got. I was looking up different ways to travel uh, to this area too, and the train ride's like six hours long, so you don't want to fuck with that. But anyway, so this crowd is fucking insane, and we also get this weird match to start out, which I'm pretty sure must have been booked by the presenter lady from the TV show. And it yeah. is a tag match, Luke, and it's it's Toriano. Um, he's tagging with Bolton Oleg versus Team Fisherman. What the heck? And uh, yeah, Yoshihashi going against his dudes. Like, what? I mean, I don't know. Yoshihashi, he's in there and he's wrestling against Yano, and Yano's just fucking him up. And so Goto has to save him from Yano. Ridiculous. So this is very standard stuff. Mr. Bolton looks pretty good. I think he's going to be great. Uh, but now he's just a young lion and he eats a Shoto from Team Fisherman. And Goto gets the pin and they play his singles music. But then, like, they just stop it and then they play the team music. Like, whoops, we played the wrong music. But then, like, Oopsie. I was thinking, thinking of myself, wouldn't it? Would it? Would a Team Fisherman break up? be even remotely interesting or it would be just the most boring shit ever like showing you yeah no they're never gonna break up uh, yoshihashi and goto and we and we know it but uh yeah it's, I, res- it's uh, wrestling they will break up one day luke 
Yeah, that's that's true. Hopefully they do it on uh on uh the All next uh, the thirty <laughs> the twenty first anniversary show for Hiroki Goto, yeah. and that's not, also no not televised. No thanks. All right, so next we have uh, Oscar Luebe. Monday I'll get his surname right. So Oscar and and Shooter Umino versus the evil pimps, uh, evil and Yajiro hey. Takahashi. Crowd fucking hates Yajiro. They boo him. Everything. He does his finger fighting spot, which he does in every match. Boo! They do the <laughs> abdominal chain stretch spot. Fucking boo! <laughs> oh my god. There's a really funny spot where Yujiro's thrown into the to- into the ropes and is supposed to get clotheslined over them, and he does not go over the ropes. No! And so he rolls under them instead. So that was fucking funny. <laughs> Though I really did like seeing uh, Shooter Umino and Evil go at it. That was pretty cool. Togo has to garrot Oscar, though, so he can set him up for the pimp juice. And, man, pimp, Pimpy, he, like, at this point, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Pimpy's winning a lot of tag matches recently. What the fuck yeah. for? And, and then you find out a little later yeah. why. So, I mean, but, uh, yeah, there, there was a really funny thing that happened in this match, too, where Shota Umino gets thrown into the, the guardrails, and he does the I'm going to run away from the pain cell, which was so <laughs> He just started running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't run that pain. And I also uh, was like, oh, Yujiro, don't you dare spoil this young man's great hot tag. But he almost did, but he slid under the ropes, like you said. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker, don't screw this up. So now one one weird thing about oh yeah, also I wanted to mention too that the New Japan crowds, they can boo, but they're really bad at sustained boos. They just boo once. That's it. So it's like boo, and then that's it. And then yeah. if you do something else, then they might boo you again, but there's no sustained boos. That is not a thing, which is disappointing because that's really how you get to a bad guy. You just you don't let them think. You just boo the shit out of them so that they can't even think. You know, it's so fun. But anyway. Um, so next week, we have a six-man tag. It is, let's see here, Henare and former tag champs, uh, junior tag champs, Catch 2-2, versus the Jet Setters and Hanma. Now, one weird thing about New Japan that I, I'm not a huge fan of is that, like, you know, I, I, okay, I guess, you know, obviously Catch 2-2 is going to get a rematch. Great. So that's fine. But didn't they just like have their blow off kind of so they have to wrestle again the next night? I never understood that. I never understood that in wrestling. I've also never understood why like the like, I don't know, the way that wrestling works most of the time is that you have a match the day after you have a giant match. What? I think another reason, (laughs) I think another reason Mr. Guy is also, all right, has the Kushida night catch two two feud kind of finished? Uh, yeah, yeah, it has. But if you look at this card, there's all sorts of other feuds that haven't I finished know. yet, so you can't really mix them up with other people yet because of yeah. all that. So, yeah, it well, is what it this is. is. This is what – it's just part of the deal, and I get it, but it's like that's why it's weird when they do these things where on the on a Road 2 show they have all these title matches on the way up to the show where you're going to have – title matches so but that's you know we got too many titles and they're bringing out another one didn't we did we not talk about that there's going to be another title it's 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 a women's title but it's a women's strong title so now 
I don't know if that's just a Monet title just for her or something like that, but there's going to be a tournament. But anyway, that's beside the point. So, um, yes, Luke? Uh, okay. I feel like I was going to say something, but that's okay. Keep going. Okay. So this match that we're talking about here, poor Hanma. Um, United Empire, <laughs> they're all, all pissed off because they lost the titles, and TJP is, like, super emo. And he has a bandage on his face. That's, it should be black. Why is it white? It should be black. Come on, man. Somebody's got black tape back there. Anyway, United Empire, they attack before the bell, but the Jet Setters pretty much just handle it and do start doing all their crazy high-flying moves. And, of course, Catch-2-2 two two take over again, and uh, they gang up on poor Hanma, and he takes a beating from United Empire. And I, it's this is a really great match, too, by the way. So yeah, it's really fun. Crowd's, crowd's going nuts. The the you know wrestlers are feeding off that. It's awesome. Lots more incredible stuff from the tag teams, of course. They do all their shit. Kevin Knight gets oohs and awes for everything he does. He goes up so high. It's great. Hanare foils a Kokeshi attempt to utter disappointment of the crowd. So then Kushida holds Hanare down so that Hanma can hit one. <laughs> the crowd <laughs> loves it, man. And Hanma and Hanare Hanari start headbutting each other. And like Hanma kind of wins the headbutt thing. And it's like, wait a second. So then uh, Hanari dodges a rocket Kokeshi and applies the ultimate exodus for the win. Poor Hanma. Yeah, definitely poor Hanma. And I remember what I was going to say. I was just going to say, like, well, we got too many titles. We better we better fold the heavyweight title and the IC title up into one. Oh, no. By the way, ever since they did that move, that still kind of sort of hurts to this day. It hurts a lot less now. But all right, so they intercontinental. We'll have in the heavyweight. We combine them. Yay. All right. And since then, they have gotten the strong title, the strong tag titles, the TV title, the IWGP women's title, the strong women's title, which is about to come, and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, you you got rid of a belt because you felt like you had too many belts. Then you just made a whole bunch of belts. What are you doing? But, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. I like that I see Pasano. Never seen Naito. Never seen Naito kick that fucking thing around again. God damn it. Anyway, I can't wait till like if they if somebody mentions it sometime on a show. I can't wait for that rant. (laughs) 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 All right, so we've got uh, Great Okan on the cob versus Zack Saber Jr. and Kosai Vegeta. Uh, (laughs) Vegeta's just getting into Great Okan's face at the start. Yeah, nice move. What's he doing? Dude, there's. I love this part of the, in the match where Greater Khan's on the mat and Zack Sabre Jr. tags in and he's like, all right, here's how you work the leg over. Twist, twist Greater Khan's ankle, twist, twist, then down. Twist, twist, down, all right? Tag you back in. And then Fujita kind of does the same thing. Then they both work a leg each and then they both put him in the submission hole at the same time. Ah, oh, fuck. This whole Fujita learning of... Zack Sabre Jr. Team DK story. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite little ongoing stories that that is happening. It's like, might be one of my favorite Young Lion stories there's <laughs> ever been yeah. since I started watching New Japan. It's it's amazing. <clears throat> there's a running stalling suplex on Fujita by Jeff Cobb, though, which is always amazing to see. Surf and time. And then we get more Zack Sabre, excuse me, Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb, which is fucking fantastic. 
Zack Sabre Jr. is even like, all right, well, if Cobb's going to go for submission holds, I might just start going for suplexes. So he tries for a Zack Driver and a German, but of course, uh, it's great. Uh, Jeff Cobb is too big. Great Khan, by the way, hits an insane dragon suplex on Kosai Fujita and who lands on his gosh darn head. That was, was like one fucking, of the. That's great. It was a, a <sighs> iron claw suplex. Yeah. Oh, it was, dude, the way Vegeta landed as well, it was absolutely insane. Uh, there's an O'Connor roll by Vegeta onto Great Okan, which is like a 2.99999, which is awesome. Is that a great O'Connor roll? Hey! Oh, <laughs> and the sheep killer on the coast of Vegeta, of course, for the win. Yeah, Luke. That was fun. I like that match. So, and this crowd yeah. getting getting more and more insane. And here they are. They love Okada, of course. So here we go. It's an eight-man tag, Luke. It's Okada, Ishii, your favorite Makabe, and Riho Iwa <laughs> versus the guys from Strong Style and Broken Arm Young Lion Nakashima. So Broken Arm Young Lion is pissed off at Iwa for getting that gauntlet match, I guess. So he's all shitty to him. And Ishii and Okada, they work great together, taking out the whole strong team just by themselves, no problem. And I think this version of Okada, I really like it, and I love Ishii here. He's just being a fucking jerk-off. He's like, fuck you. That's it. It's great. I love it. Ishii and Desperado, right in the middle of this match, they just tear it the fuck down. Just like, hey, everybody else, don't worry about tagging in. We're just going to like fucking have a tremendous singles match right in the middle of this thing for six minutes and they do and it's <laughs> awesome and then okada and suzuki get in and they do the same thing they start hammering away at each other for a long time and it's so great then the young lions get in and they hit each other so hard i think they're gonna die it's ridiculous and uh ren narita gets in versus iowa and makes him tap for the cobra twist really great match from everybody makabe was also in this match and then desperado and ishii they fight after the match, of course. And then everyone fights. And we get something we never get in New Japan. We get a pull-apart brawl. <laughs> it's a big pull-apart awesome. brawl. And it goes on forever. It really rules. And then Suzuki, towards the end, he keeps attacking Bolton Oleg for no reason. <laughs> and it's really funny. The crowd laughs every time. And uh, I think was, awesome I really, saw Suzuki really punch it. a young lion in the face, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess the last pull apart brawl was uh, a Kiyomiya or Kiyomiya kicking, um, you know, Okada. And before that, I don't know when the last time I saw a pull apart brawl in New Japan was before that. So it's something they're using now. I like it. I'm actually all right, except for the whole silly mini story of who X is. I actually kind of like this uh, Okada strong style mini feud going on here. Uh, and Okada kind of looks into this and motivated, even though it's for the six-man nevers. He's he, he's getting pissed off at Ren Narita and all this kind of stuff. So that's important. Know. That's a yeah, good point like, because he is like him being into this makes it way better, makes it good, you know. So. Absolutely, because we've seen it before. Oh, Okada's got hasn't got the title. Oh well, I guess we're in fucking stalling hover mode until he's back in the title picture or something. No, this is what you do in New Japan. You do it with every other wrestler you have. 
They're not in the main event scene anymore. Put them in the tag scene. Put them in the US title scene. Put them in the never scene. All this kind of stuff. They don't ever do that with a card. I know the story is he just likes that one title. I'm saying, don't you want as much gold as you can? Like, get out of here. But, uh, yeah, so the fact that Carter is motivated and actually really interested in this feud definitely, like, kicks it up a notch because he easily could have been like, well, I'm just going to wait a year until I'm the champ again. So uh, holding Patton City, like whatever. But instead, it hasn't felt like that. It's it's felt a lot more interesting. So kudos, not only to kudos to Okada for, for uh, sticking with it and being interested. Who do you think X is going to be, Luke? <laughs> you think? You, I mean, it's a really big mystery. We'll we'll talk about it later. But yeah, it's man. Oh my God. Uh, we needed NCIS, CSI, Law and Order. We needed all those shows to kind of like help us with that mystery. Yeah! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the joke? It's like, well, well Jake, it looks like Mama Cass bit off more than she could chew. Yeah! <laughs> you know? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> next, we have Tamatonga, Master Huato, Jado, and Hikaleo versus Taiji Shimori, Kenta, Gato, and David Finley. And uh, Finley and Kenta are double-teaming Hikaleo's leg to start off with. And the crowd, you were wondering how uh, face Hikaleo would do. Well, he's doing all right because he just has to do anything. And the crowd's like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure he just stepped into the ring and hopped yes. up. Oh, he got a fucking pop for getting in the ring. <laughs> he did. Got in the ring like a big man. Oh, big man shit's how it happened. Yeah, the, the Japanese crowd loves its big man. There's, and then the crowd starts ooing and ooing for Wato and Ishimori because they're just going bananas, super fast paced and amazing. There's a bull club beat down on the outside. And uh, Chumpies is just getting chumped out because, uh, you know, whilst all this uh, cheating beatdown stuff is going on, he's just been distracted by Gato. <laughs> Charlie gets fucking stomped on the outside as well. Like, all the ball club guys just take turns just kicking a mud hole in this poor dude. Oh, my God. And there's even a really funny spot where Jado, who's half dead, is trying to make it to the, to the corner to tag in his teammates. And Gato's just standing beside him going, Go! Go! Make the tag! Make the tag! Then uh, grabs him by the eyes and just kind of rakes his eyes and all this kind of stuff. Going, no, 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 no. And then, of course, Jado hulks the fuck out and makes the tag anyway. It's weird to me. Jado sometimes does his Ric Flair stuff, but he also does Hogan stuff. I don't know. I'm not sure how to mix the two, but uh, that's fine. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just ragging on the master heater. But... uh, (laughs) There's a gun stun eventually on Gato and Finley and Kenta attack with weapons post-match. I say weapons because Kenta's using a kendo stick and I can't spell shillelagh and I can't be bothered looking up how to spell shillelagh. So I just wrote, they attack with weapons. Yeah. And uh, I like how they're all on the way out after they've just attacked everyone with weapons. And then on his way out, Kenta still holding the kendo stick. Sees uh, Hikaleo on the outside, and on, on his way out, he just goes over and just gives him a few more whacks with the fucking stick before he leaves. <laughs> and that was just fucking awesome. Just a little bit of extra stank on the big man before he leaves. <laughs> Look, there's something headed for Japan. It's police or something with the wolf. 
Must be X. Oh my goodness. Probably. Yeah. Must be X. So it's and definitely X. <laughs> next, Luke, we have uh coming soon video, but after that, we have a six-man tag. They're in love with six-man tags. That's their favorite. It's Naito, Bushi, and Hiromu versus Kanemaru, Doki, and the champion of New Japan and the IWGP Sonata of just five guys. So what? Yeah. So Doki and Naito get right back to fighting. And Naito's a big jerk. He does hilarious stalling cells, though, like a headstand for on a DDT. And he does the Kikitaro cell into the guardrails, which is really funny. So I love that. Just five guys, they team up on Naito and start beating his fucking ass. And the crowd are jerks. They love Naito. What a bunch of assholes. But they do chant. They, they chant for Naito during a Doki Choki. I want Doki to win an elimination tag. This is where I write this. So I'm like, I was thinking this would be a good time for Doki to get a Hanma moment, you know, at one of these elimination tag matches and, you know, he gets the win. That'd be really fun. I didn't know there was going to be elimination tag match the next night and he's not going to win. But anyway, um, I just wanted him to win because he keeps getting his ass kicked by Naito and it's not fair. So uh, anyway, so we get uh, Doki and uh, Naito are kind of the focus of this match until the two champions tag in and go at it. Sonata and Hiromu, they fight. Uh, Sonata goads uh, Hiromu into fighting harder, and he does, and it's good. And Naito tries to break up a skull end, leading to everybody in the pool. A big tope from Loki, it says, which is not right. It's Doki on Naito. Skull end on Bushi for the win, and we hear... Sonata's goofy ass music, and Sonata makes yeah. Chumpy put the belt on him after the match. I don't know if you saw that. That was funny. So. Oh, dude, I really like that. I like that uh, Doki just wipes out Naito with a tope right near the end too. That was pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah. I, I still feel that uh, Just Five Guys and LJ is my favorite shit going. So yeah, just another another chapter there. And dude. <sighs> As, as an Australian, Here we go. I, I, I have to hear what you think about this. I imagine, Luke, that watching this match, your heart swelled with blood. You stood and saluted the kangaroo that was sitting on the couch next to you. You played your didgeridoo. I mean, tell me, what was this like? This is, right. So not only is just like on paper, this is awesome. The whole match, I think it's never as fuck. I think it's awesome. But four Australian wrestlers in the semi-main event wrestling each other for the tag titles. It's just, it's surreal. It's fantastic. I, I, I was just like super excited for these guys and their spot just to see what they could do. And, the, and they've got a crowd that's really hot for wrestling tonight and all this kind of stuff. You've got Vegeta and Zack Sabre Jr. coming out for TMDK. And you've got Hanare and Greta Khan uh, out there for uh, Aussie Open. And all right, so I have maybe maybe it's just me, maybe it's just my ADHD. The match is a little tiny, teeny tiny slow to start, but with how the match develops and how rough as guts it gets later, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna allow this. So it's it's one of those slow starts where by the end of the match, it's like, yeah, I'm all right with that because you guys just fucking killed each other. Holy shit. So uh, that, that my first note is like Nichols and Dunk to start, and then just like how cool is this? Four Aussies wrestling for a title on the New Japan show. Uh, oh my god! And I, and I feel like the the story at the start of this match for the slow portions is all right. Aussie Open, uh, they're fast, and 
they want to like just fast and powerful. So TMDK are just like, we want to shut that down. So that's what they do. They shut that down because they don't want Aussie Open to build momentum and all that kind of stuff. There's something that Dunk is in the ring with Hayes and Nichols, and it's just all these. See, now I really need a Dunk versus Ishii match because I feel like just the, the chop Larry or a Dunk versus Shingo match because the, those three dudes, just the chop Lariat kind of combos they come up with, and I feel like Dunk is really good at that. He's like, chop one, turn around, Lariat, turn around again, Lariat, that guy, turn around, chop. And I'm just like, all right, that's fucking incredible. There's like this awesome strike exchange between uh, Kyle Fletcher and Shane Haste. It's like Kyle hitting his fucking snap German and then uh, Haste firing back. There's like this huge double down after everyone kicks each other right in the fucking face. (laughs) And... There's portions of this match, uh, it's like this slap fest. Everyone's just fucking going for, for like like these Kenta Star slaps to the face and head and all this kind of stuff, just firing each other up as you're hitting each other. And then, like, both teams start, mostly Aussie Open, start doing, like, moves with a little extra stank. Like, here, here's Kyle Fletcher doing a TTD. Dunkzilla just kicks a, kicks a guy in the head first. Boom. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's Dunkzilla's crazy. going for a pile driver. Kyle Fletcher just gives him a, a fucking jerk-off kick to the face right before boom. Pile driver. <laughs> it's shit like that. These guys go hard. I absolutely fucking loved it. It's never as fuck for it. And I know we've moved. I like the Bishamon era, but I'm loving the Aussie Open era. The tag team, heavyweight tag team scenes, not. Too shabby at the moment. There's quite a few teams. Best, best it's ever been since I've been watching. Since, yeah, I'd say since I've been watching as well. Dude, it is just absolutely amazing. There's so many saves and near falls, but finally there's a hard-fought Coriolis and Kyle Fletcher pins Shane Haste, getting his revenge from the uh, the previous night. It is a fucking kick-ass match. I absolutely loved it. It it. And, and I say it starts slow, but it's only like for a couple of minutes. So, you know, it's just my stupid ADHD brain. But, yeah, th- these guys just killed it. I'm also a little – I was a little worried at points because I'm just like, please don't die. <laughs> and this is – it was what I wanted. I, I really wanted this match to be great because it's like it's four Aussies pressing for a title on New Japan. And it's also four Gens as well. So I'm like, please be into this New Japan because I am also, fellas, just crush this, please. Because, like, man, it's an important match, I'd say, for all four men. And I guess and all that kind of stuff. So I, I was just, it got me. Like, And they make you believe that uh, the TMDK boys can, can pull it off. It was just a really fucking awesome tag team title match. And yeah, I, I'm done gushing, man. Like, holy shit, what did you think of this? I know this stuff that I happens re- after, but we'll get to it. I really liked it, and I felt that at the beginning that it was just kind of like, okay, let's get moving, let's get moving here. But I think that was an important part of the match because if it weren't for that kind of like slow part at the beginning to contrast the fast stuff at the end, I don't think it would have felt quite as much like a heavyweight title match. I think it would have been a little, you know, because like the first half of it, even Kyle Fletcher, like in the first half, he's he's kind of in a slow big man mode. But then like halfway through the match, they kind of all snap into their more junior heavyweight style that they kind of all do. So 
you know, I, I'm not mad at that. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was certainly never as fuck, the stamp of approval, of course, for this match. And I thought that this had some really cool symmetry in it. Like you mentioned it, you know, uh, one guy hits a hits a tombstone and the other guy kicks him in the head. And then the other guy hits a tombstone and kicks the guy in the head. And so there was a lot of that that happened. Um, there were big, long sequences where like one guy would be stuck in the ring fighting the other two uh, opponents and he'd fight back really well like more than you thought he could. And all of a sudden he's doing okay, but then bam, he gets cut off. And then they do that again with a different mix of people. And they, it was really neat how they kind of like weave this all together. If I'm sure if I watched this a couple times, I'd see a lot more patterns in it, but it was, it was really cool. I enjoyed it. And I kind of like, you know, this, this match ends and I'm thinking, Oh man, they fucking knocked it out of the park. I'm so happy. Uh, it, Aussie open, it feels like they're winning the titles, not like they're defending them, you know, yeah. because it was, it was like such a great match. It feels like that they won the titles. It doesn't feel like they defended them. It's weird. And so then what happens is I see team fishermen come out and I'm like, Oh my God, fuck you. But then I never thought I'd say this before in my life, but house of torture come out to save the day in hilarious fashion. They just kill everybody. <laughs> And I'm just so happy because I was like, oh, no, not fucking, not fucking, you know, Aussie. I just don't want, yes, again. And so what they're doing is they're going to mix, you know, House of Torture into this. And we'll probably have a three-way or something like that with a bunch of tag matches on the way to it. Um, So that's fun. I I like that better than just another Bishimon uh, match. So I was really happy to see House of Torture. (laughs) It's really cool too because it it paints uh, Aussie Open as being like this. Uh, yeah, they're a really great tag team and they've got targets on their backs and everyone wants a piece of them. So yeah, I'm 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 all in. Like I saw Bishamon come out. And I'm like, dude, you've been doing so good with this tag team division. You got no other teams. And House of Torture comes out. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, I'm cool. If it's Bishamon involved, at least the House of Torture adds a different element. I know it will mean more previews between House of Torture and Bishamon. I'm sorry. It's just going to happen now, I guess. But if it's leading to this uh, kind of three-way tag title match, do you think they'll just have it at Dontaku or? Props. Yeah, I would think so. And and this is something for House of Torture to do. And now they can face either United Empire or, uh, you know, uh, Fisherman and, and Chaos. Or they could, you know, like I said, I'm sure – there will be a four or an eight man tag leading up to this match. That'll be, you know, fishermen with Aussie open versus house of torture, which will be fun. So, you, you know, show will get pinned. So that'll be good. <laughs> good maybe. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, all right. That was an emotional match. I, I, I'm not Australian and that was emotional for me. I really enjoyed that. Like I said, it felt amazing, but <clears throat> what we have next Luke is, I, you know, a masterpiece. I, I, it's incredible. And like, listen, Tai Chi is one of my favorite wrestlers, period. And I, you know, watching this match, I started to think about that. And I was like, why is, do I love Tai Chi so much? It's because he is the king of emotional matches. He knows <clears throat> how to, you know, how to play on the emotions of me as a fan. And he does it very well. And I think that that's what this whole match is. I really enjoyed it. This is the Takagi triad match with five ways to win but you have to get three of them to win um and it's shingo versus taichi and this is the king of pro wrestling match so i have a lot 
of thoughts on this, so bear with me here. We're going to go through the whole match. It's very long. Oh, also, I forgot to mention that recent that other match, uh, the the tag title match. I was thinking that felt really long. I felt like a long match. I looked it up. It was only 25 minutes, and I th- I thought it felt longer, but like in a good way. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like you know, so <clears throat> this this match here is 43 and a half minutes, so <laughs> it's very long. And uh, here's how it starts. All right. So we get LIJ and Just Five Guys in their respective corners. And it's pretty fucking never right out of the gate. You know, they we get the little bingo card in the corner right away, too. That's helpful. <laughs> that tells us how, you know, who, who's got what. And Shingo gets a quick pin, but Taichi kicks out. So they go to outside. And you can tell, it like, it's fun because every time they do something together as wrestlers, you think to yourself, oh, what do they do? Oh, they're trying to win this way. You know, that's kind of how it, it always works. And then they steal each other's yes. ideas. It's great, man. It's really smart. So they go to the outside. They're both trying to get count-out wins. So they both nearly get counted out after beating the shit out of each other on the outside. And then Shingo, he lies to Red Shoes after hitting close fists. And it was really funny because he, like, shows him his palm. And that's what Gorgeous George used to do back in the day. He would hit liver shots on the guy behind the ref's back. And then when the ref would be like, hey, wait a second, he would show him his hand and kind of like move it slowly. Like, no, I was I was palm touching him. You know, <laughs> 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 it made me laugh really hard. So anyway, uh, Gorgeous George matches are fucking awesome. If you've never watched them, they're on YouTube. You check them out. Taichi kicks Shingo a lot and Shingo head bangs in the corner. He learned that from his son, by the way. And uh, fires, <laughs> <laughs> he fires up only to run right into more strikes and a Cobra twist from Tai Chi. And they both try to hit pile drivers on the floor to each other. Um, and they fight up the ramp. Tai Chi hits a DDT on the ramp and he barely makes the count. Um, and is met with the Oh yeah. So Shingo, it barely makes it into the ring with the count uh, to beat the count. And then Tai Chi is right there. Gato clutch, but Shingo reverses that into his own Gato clutch and gets the first fall by turning the Gato clutch into the ground Cobra. Boo. So it's one zero Shingo, right? He has gotten the, uh, you know, the first pinfall victory. So then he stands up, he does heart attack elbows and the senton to Tai Chi. And he gets some really crappy hold while Shingo or while Red Shoes talks to Naito on the outside for some reason. There's like something weird going on there. So that was weird. And then there's a Noshigami and Red Shoes starts, he starts a standing 10 count. All right. So now we're trying to win by that. Right. So Taichi's fine though. He gets right up and uh, there's uh, there's holds from both of them and they get some, they both, uh, you know, use uh, rope breaks and uh, Taichi, he gets to the ropes after Taka's encouragement. Taka's trying to help him, you know, so they fight on the apron and Shingo hits a DVD on the apron, knocking them both to the floor. And, you know, Shingo barely gets in the ring and Taichi almost gets counted out too. So, so that's great. Back in, Gato clutch for the first fall for Taichi. Um, and so now it's one each. They've each got a pinfall submission. They figure that'd be the easiest one. So, yay. All right. Now, they're at the point where every big move, and this is only like halfway through the match. So they're at this point where every big move takes something out of both of them, right? So Taichi, like, it's it, it's really great. So much selling in this match. There's almost more selling than there is anything in this match. <laughs> it's great. So, Taichi follows up his pin by kicking the shit out of Shingo and the pants come off Luke and Taichi. He takes his time though, targeting kicks 
you know, to Shingo's chest, and they do all kinds of, like, blocks of each other's moves that are really neat, you know, like, uh, Shingo will block the kick with the lariat, and then, you know, vice versa, it's great, uh, there's a suplex of some sort from Shingo, but Taichi gets a huge, dangerous suplex, and they're both down, as Red Shoes starts to count them both out, but they're both up, and we get strong style heavyweight shit, Luke. It's awesome. Running lariats right and left. Axe Bomber versus Pumping Bomber. It's even. But then Taichi hits a ridiculous looking Gamaguri and re- a release last ride power bomb. Awesome. He can't get the pin, though. Axe Bomber, Black Mephisto, and Red Shoes counts again. Shingo is counted out. So Taichi's up by one. Now it's 2 <laughs> 1. Oh, man. So I don't know if you noticed this. This is great. There's they get like a 30 second like rest period or something. And so Taichi goes in the corner and they get water for him. And he drinks some water. <laughs> and they are they look fucked at this point. And this is not even we're just part of the way through the match. So Shigo can't get up after the bell. So the crowd cheers him on because they're dickheads. And Taichi just says fuck it and grabs Shingo in a reverse chin lock looking thing. And Shingo's selling like he's so fucked and it's great. Taichi waits and tries a kick, all right? Uh, but made in Japan out of nowhere and a sliding D. Wrist control lariats traded from both guys, and Shingo seems to have a little more on his than Taichi. You know, Taichi's kind of a little, you know, selling a little more, and the crowd is bonkers for this. But it is, it's it's hard at times to tell who they're cheering for because, you know, well, here's what they kind of need to fix this. Taichi, Taichi, and then Takagi. Takagi. If you did those yeah. different, but what they do is they do Tai Chi, Tai Chi. So you just hear Takagi, Tai Chi. You can't quite hear who they're cheering for. So. Oh, it's really funny. Let's see here. So we get a straight jacket tiger driver and a pumping bomber from Shingo. Oh and there's some confusion here with the counting from Red Shoes. He just like stops counting for some reason. I don't know. There's a little bit of weird stuff that goes on with this match that like in the logistics of it, that's kind of like easily forgotten. But if you watch it again, you'll be like, oh, okay. There's a last, the dragon and they're both down. Red Shoes starts counting again and Taichi is counted out. Oh, fuck. Now they're tied up two falls each and they fight to the top rope in the corner. Super DVD from Shingo off the second rope. And then Brian Danielson elbows from Shingo as he's trying for a ref stoppage. And this is as we hear the call, 30 minutes gone, 30 minutes gone. (laughs) Shingo applies holds, but Taichi gets a rope break and falls to the outside dead. And Red Shoots starts the 20 count. And then this is bullshit. I don't understand this. This is like in every big New Japan match. The... The guy's about to win by count out, but no, he goes to the outside and puts Tai Chi back in the ring. Why? That makes Tai Chi look bad. I don't like that. I, they do that in like every main event now. now. That was my so, one little niggle about this match. I'm like, Shingo, you could have just retained there. Why'd you bring him in? Apart from like that one little spot, this match is like a masterclass or something, man. Yeah. Like it's like well, wrestling. Yeah. He, he makes another mistake later. We'll talk about, but that's like an in-character mistake. That's like a good, you know, good storytelling. So they both fall down trying to counter moves on each other. And it looks like a mistake, but I think they're just trying to sell that they're both fucked. Yeah. So Taichi, he, he fires up and he hits a great dangerous suplex. Yokozuna elbow and he sends Shingo flying backwards into the cameraman. And it's an incredible camera shot. That's like on accident. It was so awesome. And uh, so Shingo 
He gets back in it at 20, but everyone's like, fuck you, Red Shoes, because he like he did not beat the count. All right. So it's, it's like, like that time I complained about Kota Ibushi not making so the, the it was similar to that. Yeah. My next note says it reminds me of Yano versus Ibushi and how mad Luke got over that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so funny, too, because he, you know, Red Shoes fucks that count up and Nido's like, you're doing a good job. <laughs> so, fucking Nido. That was really funny. So very, very weak strikes from both guys at this point. Very slow Bouye spot. And then they just, they like kind of run out of steam with their regular strikes. So they start karate chopping each other. <laughs> I don't know why. Yep. And it's really funny. So Taichi challenges Shingo <laughs> and he hits a headbutt, sending them both reeling. And Taichi just walks into Shingo. He's like, fuck you. Your headbutts don't mean anything, all right? Your strikes mean nothing. And he's taking strikes, and he keeps walking into them. And then this nasty Gamaguri and a sweet roundhouse from Taichi. And Taichi seems to try a pin, but Red Shoes is like, nah, man, you can't pin right now because you already won that way. And that was another mistake that Taichi kind of made, but it's understandable because he's so fucked. It's like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. So there's that reverse chin lock hold thing again from Tai Chi, and the crowd is losing their fucking mind. So am I. He doesn't have enough energy to squeeze the life out of Shingo, though, enough for a TKO. It's it's sad. So he hits another Gamaguri and then another, but Shingo is selling drunk on his feet. He's okay. He's going to stay up. He lariats the next kick attempt and fires up but runs right into another Gamaguri. It's so good. That part is like, one of the best parts of wrestling I've ever seen. It's so awesome. So LIJ are up on the apron. Hiromu's holding the towel like he's going to throw it in. And Bushi, like, takes the towel from him. He's like, fuck you, dude. And uh, I, th- I think that's what happened because the towel disappears, right? But it was towel point... spots for both teams at one point. Yeah. Because Kanemaru so... was up there with a the towel earlier. Okay, gotcha. It's kind of hard to see because the camera guys didn't catch all that. But uh, at the same time, I was really focused on what was going on, you know, inside the ring. So Red Shoes at one point. Okay, so here we are. We're towards the end here. Taichi is squeezing uh, Shingo with that that hold, that like reverse chin lock thing, right? He's got him. And Shingo is fucked. But like Red Shoes doesn't want to call the match because he wants to give him a chance. So he goes over to Hiromu and like begs him, will you stop it? And Roman's like, you're the fucking ref. You know, <laughs> like, so, so Red Shoes stops the match and Taichi wins. And he's the new King of Pro Wrestling champion. The match is incredible. He cries in the ring and I cry. Too. Now he gets to be champions with his buddy Sonata. And I was like, yay. This match is awesome. <clears throat> and yeah, all right. It's, it's kind of like, man, that Hanare dude had a great idea. Let's let's do that again. But rather than just have it be like a standard three, you've got five different ways to win. And it's all the usual standard ways you kind of have to win a wrestling match. But now you get to choose. And it opens, I think it felt like as good as that Hanari match was and is, this match opened up the possibilities even more. And Shingo and, and um, Taichi were just like into it. So, and let's go for the count-out starts. Oh, shit, you're fucked on the mat? Oh, I'm going to put you in a submission spot. Oh, I'm just going to try and pin you. Like, all these kinds of 
of of different ways. It's it's not a hundred percent perfect. There are some little nitpicks here and there, but dude, these guys go for fucking forty minutes. Who gives a shit about all these little you know nitpicks that you and I have at the end of the day? When Tai Chi and Shingo are just like this fucking good, <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I like the fact that we can like watch this match and be like, oh, I'm not sure about this bit or this bit or, or that part either. Like I see Katamara getting up there with the towel. I'm just like, if you throw that towel in Katamara, I'm going to fucking fly to Japan and spin kick you in the nuts. <laughs> and you won't even expect <laughs> it. So it'll be a Katamara gambit. That's right. So yeah. So uh, then the Hiromu gets up there with the towel. I'm just like, mm, fuck you with that towel. Like, I, so there's, oh, and I also like that the, the, the move that, Tai Chi uses to to win the whole match. It's like this kind of plum stretch because he's got he's got his arm around the, the Shingo's neck, and he's got the his arm around Shingo's other arm, and he's kind of wrenching it. That's kind of how um, Eddie Kingston beat uh, Chris Jericho. Wow. So, <clears throat> which makes me feel like I feel like uh, Tai Chi and Eddie Kingston have some of the same roots or fandoms when it comes to wrestling. So to both use a move like that, it, it's a uh, no, no real stretch. Ha ha ha. Cause you know, he stretched him. That's a, that's a good observation, Luke. I, I also, I enjoyed the, the crowd after the match. Like Tai Chi is like, like Sonata put the belt on Tai Chi. So yes. And Tai Chi's crying and the crowd is like, cause Tai Chi can barely speak. And you know, he's like, Oh, I just I don't know if I can talk. I'm just too tired. And the crowd is just let's go Tai Chi like as loud as you can ever hear them. Oh my god, I was so happy. They also like like Taka gets on the mic to tell us all you know that he told us so basically. And the crowd hits the just five guys things right on cue. Like and I don't even know that that's that's only been around like a week and a half or something. <laughs> I see. I see. The thing is, I I, I reckon. All right, the fans are into just five guys, but you make them conflicted when you put just five guys up against Lij, because everyone in Japan seemingly loves Lij, and with good cause. So yeah, uh, maybe that's a little bit part of it. But uh, at the end of the day, they're they're into the five guys, and so am I. Do this. I remember saying a while back when. We were in the Yano era of this of this uh, King of Pro Wrestling, and I, I was saying that like this is the direction they could stay with it, but if they want to do like novelty, hard hitting kind of matches and stuff, and really sh- shift the gears of what this title can do and what you can bring with it, and then not just silly fun gimmick matches, but also like really fun violent gimmick matches too. Uh, I think it's put the title on another level. Uh, no offense to you, Mr. Yano, but like Shingo's run with that belt, like his first feud with it with Tai Chi, that 30 count match. Oh my god. Then you got the the daddy feud. Oh <laughs> come on. You know, then you got the the Hanare Eddie, stuff as well. And you're just like, oh holy shit. And he fought Okada in there in the in the meantime. I mean, yeah, Shingo, Shingo did it all, man. Like he really he put that thing on the map, and uh, that's a serious title now. And Tai Chi is gonna, you know, make it even better. And I, I mean, I, I don't really want to see a rematch between these guys because we just saw like the 40-minute match, and it's like, man, what else can they possibly do? But at the same time, 
we are going to, you know, see him wrestle again, just like Catch-22 and uh, other guys. Yeah, because some feuds have finished and others have not. So let, let, let's do it. Uh, it's a nice, easy, breezy final show. So if we've spent ages talking about the first two shows, this last show, whew, uh, it's not a bad show. It's just, yeah. There's that one bit of news that I'll mention right here at the start. This is Roger Dontaku. We're at uh, Kunamoto, the Grand Messi Kunamoto place, whatever. But Shooter Umino will not, yeah, Shooter Umino will not be wrestling tonight due to a fever. It is apparently ah. not COVID. But, uh, just in case they they uh, gave him the night off, so that's okay, the so one, one one piece of news announcement. Yeah, I was wondering the whole show who was sick because they they said that, like at the beginning they had Ave in the ring and he's like announcing shit and he's like talking about the sure, cards changed and I was like oh, I wonder I because he kept say, he said like Hanma and then he said Yano and I was like oh one of those guys must be sick or something but nope it wasn't it was uh, thanks for solving that mystery but Luke. Another mystery is where is this place? Grand Messe in Kumamoto. That's the place. And Luke, I was looking at this places. So, you know, Japan's made up of several islands. There's, you know, the large island and there's kind of islands north and south of that. And this is the largest island that's south. All right. It's like the, you know, southernmost large island, I guess you'd call it. And this place is really I mean, like I said before, this is might be the sticks. I'm not sure what if it's like, you know, rural here or anything like that. I don't know how that works. Um, you know, I know in America, the further south you go, the more rural it gets. But that's not but not once you get to Florida, then the further south you go, the less rural it gets. So it's confusing. So I don't know how it works in Japan. But it, this is like one of those places, too, that I always describe as the belly of a submarine. It's just like a con like concrete monstrosity, you know. So that's, <laughs> that's what we got going on here. I, I also say, like, if there's announcements on a New Japan show and I'm not watching it live, most of the time I won't know what that announcement is until after the show when I'm like, what the fuck were they talking about just then? Because if I go to look it up, and I guess you probably got the same way of thinking as well, like, what, what happened there? Who's sick? I can't yeah. look it up because the show's happened and I'll get spoiled. So, yeah, right. there, there is. Yep. All right, so... I want to cover this first match because there is at least one spot I want to cover on it, which made me laugh, and I loved it. It is House of Torture versus uh, Riohai, Iwa, Yo, and uh, Team Fisher Bishamon. My one note is, okay, they have Yo, House of Torture have Yo in, like, a handstand position. Two of House of Torture have his legs open, and Sho reaches in and starts doing dick twists on Yo. I've never seen that before. If I have... I can't remember, but I, I saw that and I started laughing. That is an amazing spot. I'm not sure I want to see it all the time, but <laughs> it's just... twist this dick. That's the best. There's a, it's a there's dick a twister. Uh, there's a fan. Um, shout out to Christina. Um, she is a fan of Unsanctioned Pro, and when like the first half of Unsanctioned Pro's existence, her it would you just wait to a certain part in the match, you know, certain part in the night, and she would just start screaming at the wrestlers, twist his dick. And like eventually the dick twist became a move that would happen only in big matches <laughs> when she would start screaming. <laughs> so, the dick twist is true. Oh, I can imagine someone visiting from another area and uh, one of the unsanctioned pro guys going, All right, see that lady there? She's gonna yell, twist his dick. And so what you do is <laughs> You grab my fucking junk and you go like this. 
For real? Yes, trust me, the crowd's gonna go off. <laughs> They're like, I'm an in, I'm an independent wrestling. I've done way weirder shit for a pop, so it's fine, you know. Dude, I'm not even sure the crowd was too mad at the dick twisting, and they were just like me going like, what the fuck? But yeah, there's a pimp juice on uh, Iwa and uh, to win, and they they got they got to heat up uh, Yujiro a little bit oh, every time. There's a feud for some kind of tag thing and Yujiro's involved. They've got to heat him up a bit because they forget that they're like, oh, wait, this guy's fucking junk. <laughs> yeah, and Evil was, is a former IWG t- title holder, so he doesn't, you know, he is in a different category. You know what I mean? He, never, so anyway. he doesn't need heating up. He's fine. No. Yeah, exactly. So next match, Luke, is another uh, six-man tag. It is Catch 2-2 and the Great Okan versus Jet Setters and Broken Arm Young Lion. And this is an interesting match a little bit, because Great O'Conn, right off the bat, he's like, listen, I'm going to stab you, Broken Arm Young Lion. <laughs> he threatens him with a sword, you know? And if you don't remember, those two have always had kind of a thing. You know, ever since Nakashima showed up, Great O'Conn is not okay with it. <laughs> so they've had lots of issues. And remember that time that... Uh, that Greater Khan possibly shoot knocked him out with an elbow and he was like out for a couple of times. So they don't like each other. So that's great. Akira and Kevin Knight, they steal the show though at the beginning. Kevin Knight foils the take picture uh, thing with a drop kick. You son of a bitch. That was great. <laughs> so uh, Greater Khan cheats though in this match by uh, he strangles, um, oh, Broken Arm Young Lion. It's, I, I put a, uh, uh, like a you know um b-a-y-l in my <laughs> it sounds like what is that all oh, broken arm <laughs> he chokes him with his hair uh uh great Ocon does and then uh kevin gets an ooh this is where he he literally there's an opponent charging into the corner and he's standing on the top rope and he just kind of hops over him and the crowd's like oh <laughs> i can't believe what they're seeing guy just jumped over the other guy <laughs> so catch two two they make a point of foiling uh, lots of the jet setters like double team moves, right? However, jet setters kind of like will just switch it up a little bit and hit moves like in a different way. And that's really good because this tells the story that there's more match to have between these two. So not only are they going to get a, you know, a, a rematch, but there's a reason. There's reasons for them to have a rematch. Look, you know, there's different things they could do and maybe jet setters have them maybe they don't anyway there's some really good fuck your arm tag moves from the jet setters which makes a lot of sense because of the hoverboard lock you know so that that fujita stole from (laughs) kushida but uh (laughs) great okan and nakashima they always have this rivalry and so that plays out here and great okan sells his ass off of the young lion while establishing dominance of course and there are some uh you know tastes of what uh the rematch between the juniors will be like and it's very good there's a sheep killer on broken arm young lion and creator Khan gets a submission victory really really cool stuff i agree uh i feel like i guess i was annoyed slash miffed about it on the first night but by the time we get to this third night i'm like all right kevin knight and kushida all right hell yeah and i agree they've they've got some stuff left on the table and we're hopefully going to get to it shut up vibrating phone uh, so uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I do like that uh, Yudo's doing a Canadian hair choke, by the way, yeah, on Great O'Conn. I saw that. That's right. Well, and Great O'Conn technically did a Canadian hair choke on Nakashima. Wow. 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 <laughs> Through the roof. 
ropes. Oh yeah, it happened. That's right. Canadian means through the ropes. Uh, if, if we haven't mentioned that in a while, so people. Are, oh, finally they mentioned it. That's right. All right. So next we have uh, <coughs> Team DK. That's Fujita, uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols versus Aussie Open and Hanare on the Cobb. Kyle Fletcher, Dunksilla, Alan yeah. Davis, and Aaron Hanare with Jeff Cobb. We got Cobb and Zack Sabre Jr. to start. Give me this match. I want it. When's it happening? Oh, we got another house showy show tonight, and then like what Wednesday? I don't. I think. When's the next show? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about this match first. We can do that later. <laughs> it's magical. Kyle does a stalling suplex on Zack Sabre Jr., which I, I I always love that that move. Just runs around with him up there. Uh, Nichols starts uh, punishing Dunk's arm on the outside because it's all bandaged up, and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. brings Vegeta along, and it's like, hey. Come on, we got to work on Dunkzilla's arm. So Vegeta helps him out. I'm like, yes. Like, Vegeta is the young guy who maybe doesn't know any better, and Zack Sabre Jr. is just stuff like, fuck this guy's arm up now, and Zack's holding it up. Do it. And he does. So I'm just like, yeah. This is, oh, man, I just really like that stuff. Uh, this TV title match is going to be insane. They've done a really good job building up the feuds for this TV title match as well, I have to have to admit. Uh, so there's uh it's 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 a fun stuff it's 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 a fun stuff it's a good match it is it is a fun stuff it is a fun stuff but vegeta falls to the ultima of course and then uh the lights go out oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen it's that's a torture they're gonna beat the shit out of everyone pimp cane to dunkzilla Bishamon try to make the save, but nut shots to both of them. No, they Jira. don't. Get the fuck out of here. They're not saving nobody. They wait until House of Torture has completely beat the shit out of all. Yeah, Open. that's true. Then they come out. Fucking true. <laughs> yes, that is true. And then they go get punched in the nuts by House of Torture for their trouble, and Yujiro <laughs> hits Yoshihashi with the tag title. So I'm like, all right, tag division is heating up. So yeah. Jimmy. I was a little, I was a little disappointed, Luke, that we didn't get evil, like, you know, claiming someone for his weird sex dungeon. Come on, bring it back. That was so fun. <laughs> that weird sex it. dungeon <laughs> must be a, the room in the house where the show was just like, do you think this would work? What do, you, what do you call it? It's the dick twister. I'm gonna twist his dick like one an old school telephone. <laughs> It's so funny. Well, um, mm. yes, and, and I, I really enjoyed this. Also, I have a, a theory. I suspect that Shane Haste is left-handed by the way that he wrestles and by the way that he was playing air drums on his way out to the ring. And by the way, I have learned the TMD key, TMDK theme on guitar. So I just want to let everybody know that because I'm just like, that fucking riff is so dope. And it's all downstrokes, yeah. and it's like punk rock. It's cool. I like it. So, anyway, Luke, the next match is very suspicious and interesting because as soon as I thought it, it happened. <laughs> this match, and here we are. It's a tag match. It's Ishimori and Kenta versus Hikaleo and Jado. And I felt at first a little refreshed that Kenta was away from Finley, you know, because I feel like that he, like Finley, stifling him a little bit, not much, but a little bit kind of like he was ELP, just a little, you know? And so Kenta, and well, and Ishimori too, and they both feel a little more free here, you know? So um, also this crowd is packed full of fans that brought Kenta signs. And the crowd, like the, the camera guys are like, check it out. So they show us, it's great. Kenta comes out 
He sees all the signs. He's so happy. He tries to two sweet Bolton Oleg, and Bolton Oleg is like, "Nah, man, I'm a young lion. I can't be joining Bullet Club." And he's like, "Oh, that's right." Walks past him. So team unaffiliated, <laughs> they 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 know this match is, you know, it's <laughs> it's on the razor's edge of being something that no one wants to see. And so <laughs> they're like, they're like, we better attack before the bell. So they do to make it interesting. And the crowd gasps when Hikaleo chops the ring post, which, by the way, what a great <laughs> spot. Like, what a great spot, the, the chopping the ring post. And, I mean, you got a guy up against the ring post, he dodges, you chop the shit out of the ring post. There, one of the reasons why that's such a great spot is because you can't really work it. If it, it It's going to hurt. You know what I mean? So you can kind of turn your hand over. But other than that, you kind of just have to smack the ring post to try to make as much sound as possible, which is probably going to cause pain. That's one reason why it's awesome. The other is because of that sound. Gosh, I love sound in wrestling. I really enjoyed that spot. That was fun. So then there's all kinds of super fun T-shirt choke, like choking shenanigans where they're like <laughs> they keep distracting the ref by choking someone with a T-shirt while someone else is choking someone with a T-shirt like across the ring. It's really fun. Hikaleo gets in and Kenta um, versus Kenta, and it's pretty good. Kenta uh, does Luke's favorite move, the ear clap, to uh, escape the choke slam. Yeah. So uh, that was that made me happy, and you happy. And then Kenta wrestles oh, yeah. straight up, like he's he's kind of dumb because he's just trying to wrestle straight up with Hikaleo, but he you know eventually <laughs> he like you know Hikaleo goes for like a big boot in the corner, so he dodges uh, Kenta dodges that and then goes for the chop block. But, uh, you know, he, he does get dirty eventually. But it's like, don't try to wrestle him straight up. What are you doing? That's, that's a fool's errand. But uh, Giotto, he thinks he, like, tags in. He's like, oh, I'm totally going to win. But then he doesn't. Boner lock uh, from Ishimori for the submission victory. And uh, he won't let go. And then Kenta beats up Hikaleo again with the, ken- the kendo stick. And I'm thinking to myself, right at this moment, I'm thinking, you know, this would be a great time for the next match to just bleed into this match. <laughs> <laughs> always happens with Bullet Club matches, though, doesn't it? It's always exactly. Exactly. Well, they did that also <laughs> with that. Well, I guess the, maybe the Bullet Club guys were involved in that. There was a tag team, a juniors tag team uh, um, feud that had to, the King Coaches and so, and like two other teams, and they kept doing that with that. Yeah, maybe that was Catch 2-2's first run, um, trying to get those titles, and like another team, but they kept doing that. It's been a little while. Way to bring it back. So, yeah, I really like that. In fact, uh, I wasn't sh- quite sure what was going on at the time because I'm just I'm just relaxing and I'm not sober and and I'm just like, oh yeah, this this beatdown's going on for a long time. What's going on here? And then then I'm like, oh, the match is this is the match. This isn't still a beatdown. This is a match now. Oh, okay. Right. But, but Luke, <laughs> let me tell you about this because this is crazy. So, like, basically the next match participants run in for the beatdown cl- slash save. But then everybody brawls for a while all over the room. And, like, th- the previous match guys get ejected physically from the match by Kenta Sato and Bolton Oleg. But Kenta Sato is not the ref for the match. Chumpy's the ref for the match. <laughs> So he's also running around yelling at everybody and stuff. And it made me laugh so hard. And his involvement in this next match is just absolutely fantastic. So I, I was Chumpy was fucking super over tonight with me. Oh my goodness. So yeah, 
Uh, I guess I'll, uh, I'll 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 take over. Uh, it feels like I'm taking over from you, like halfway through a match, even though that's not the case at all. There's no music or any anything like that. It the the guys just come straight out, and we have a match. It's not a long match, but it's it's really fun. It's mostly Finley and Tamatonga just beating the shit out of each other, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Let's see this match. I'm I'm ready for the I'm ready for the title match. It's been a while since I've watched a never title match. I always say that, I guess, but uh, I'm one more all the time. Belt's not being defended enough for my liking. Like, I understand like the heavyweight title's not going to be defended as much because, I don't know, it's the big title and you build towards feuds for that, but give me my never things. I want it. Uh, <laughs> it's good stuff, but you know, like if the first match had Ishimori and Kenta just wailing on fucking Jada until Jada had lost, this match is going to be like the opposite of that. So it's Finley and Tama beating the shit out of each other. And meanwhile, that, that's happening. Wato is just like, oh, yeah, you two guys have fun. I'm just going to do an RPP right now. Boom. <laughs> and, and wins the match. In fact, the, like, do you think the Japanese commentators are treating Wato the way the American ones do? Because no. I don't understand what they were saying, but once he got up there to do the RPP, the the guys are just like, oh, what's he doing? Yeah, oh, I think like that I tone. They were questioning. To me, what I felt there is they were kind of like, you know, what I read was, hey, why is he doing this for Gato? Like, like you really need the RPP to beat Gato? That's kind of a high risk move to beat Gato. And then he completely whiffed on it and still got the pin. Yeah. Dude, you should just hit the Vendaval. Dude, it was stupid. Yeah. But but Luke, I have to say something amazing about this match, and that's for Do once I, I have something positive to say about Tomatonga. So he did something so cool in this match. Two things: one, yeah. his like the high spot of the match for him was a back body drop on Finley. That's awesome, man. That's just I love that. How old school is that, man? The fucking like the high spot of the match for you is a back body drop and it was like the biggest reaction he got that's when he tore the shirt off and then the next move was one of my favorite moves that any wrestler can do the cactus clothesline he did the cactus clothesline on fucking Hell yeah Finley and they put they both went tumbling to the, the the floor god man that was cool do that do that so they also did the white guy high five after the match. It's made me laugh. So, all right, Luke, the semi-main event of this night of wrestling is an eight-man tag. It's Strong Style and Oscar Luiwebe versus Okada, Ishii, Yano, and Hanma. And this has some really confusing stuff going on with it. So maybe Makabe, like I'm trying to guess here what's going on. Because I'm like, maybe Makabe was hurt has a fever and then i was like why do i care anyway this is more good stuff like we've what we've seen from this group okada is into this which makes it great he and ren continue the rivalry i get distracted researching where this like island is and how far it's away from tokyo but then yano gets in huge reaction and i i remember that he wrestled suzuki at one point and uh, in this match, I think so. Uh, Strong style. They do this big, long three-way move sequence on Okada that's just really good. And uh, Ishii and Desperado get back into their shit and they fuck each other up. Ren counters a Rainmaker with a sort of like belly-to-belly suplex, but it's like 
it's like he's falling down instead of bumping when he took it. So it almost like it's like a rollover. It looked more like a like a judo move or something. It was pretty cool. So uh, anyway, Yano and Hanma, they team up on Oscar Luibe. Why, man? But then he just takes them both out with a double shoulder tackle and tries a body slam on Yano. But Yano just pushes him into the exposed turnbuckle and rolls him up for the win. And after the match, this is amazing. Desperado is just calmly shit-talking Ishii. He's, like, explaining, like, no, I'm, I will fuck you up, you see. And, and Ishii seems to listen, especially when Suzuki comes over and just kind of stands <laughs> next to Desperado, right? And then Okada gets on the mic, and I have no idea what happens here because he, like, says a bunch of shit. The crowd laughs. Then they show Hanma. On the, on the front, and he's laughing. We, we don't know why. It's like Hanma's just leaving in the middle of this promo. And I thought for a second, Okada was like, hey, what are you doing? And then the, <laughs> I, maybe that's what he said. Maybe he said that he's going to be X. And everybody was like, oh, well, that's not real. So they laughed at him. But then, <laughs> but then like Hanma and Ishii leave. And it looks like the walk of shame. They're like, they're just leaving upset. Suzuki yells at Okada, and Okada does the dramatic pause, and I think he tells us that Tanahashi's going to be there, but then I look at Twitter, and Tanahashi's like, I'm X, I'm going to be at Fukuoka, I sure will be, but that's Kojima's shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this whole X story sucked balls, even though at the same time, that's X story sucked balls. I'm also into the other story of just like, you know, Ishii and Okada fighting strong style. So, you know, <laughs> it's not yeah. the perfect feud, but I'm into the match, if that makes sense. The story uh, sucks, but the work's good. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Okada's into it. So I'm just like, yeah, all right. It's a big deal because usually he's only into like the title stuff. All right. So LIJ. Versus just five guys, minus minus uh, Taka. It's uh, it's going to be the four of them. It's one of these uh, really cool, funky house show elimination style matches. And I had similar thoughts to you as I go into watching this. I'm just like, all right, it doesn't matter if five got just five guys win or lose this, but you've got to have at least that one spot where, come on, Doki gets Naito out. And I'm like, Naito won't lose anything from that. Remember when Homer threw him out? Did it do anything to hurt Naito? No, it didn't. I'm pretty sure Naito could lose the rest of the year, and it, it, it'd still be Naito, and everyone would be like, yeah. Anyway. It last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This match is a, a really good time. There's just little things that I kind of wanted, and then I didn't get them. So I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's such a it's such a fine, fucking, yeah. it's a, such a spoiled jerk off way to be like I'm reviewing this match and I'm just like I didn't get what I wanted but it's great I just I really did want that Doki Naito thing they got really interesting chemistry I don't know if it's 100% like great chemistry but it's interesting it's like uh, part of me is not sure it sh- should work at all because I can easily see like like, see, it's, it's it's like Okada being interested with the strong style stuff. It works because he's into it. Yeah. Naito's into working with Doki, so it it kind of it kind of works. Probably they I mean, probably talk they probably talk I, backstage about uh, CMLL and Mexican wrestling all the time anyway. Because, yeah, uh, they're, they're both talking shit. 
talking Spanish to each other, I'm sure. But I mean, Doki hit an apron DDT like springboard thing on Naito, and Naito went tumbling into the guardrail in their last match. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Naito's Naito, talking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Naito could have been like, nah, that's not going to work for me, brother. And Monstoki, he's <laughs> like the top top guy of the company. It's like, I guess I'm not doing that cool move then. But instead, it wasn't like that. So, yeah, this match is it's really fun, but it's a gigantic preview for the heavyweight title match, which is uh, Hiromi Takahashi and Sonata. So their kind of last exchange between those two guys is awesome. I really like the, the little fun spot here where you got, like, Hiromi is on the – he has to hug the uh, the corner post, and he can't get back in the ring because Sonata's just is like, ah, I gotcha. Can't go anywhere. Can't go anywhere. So Hiromu just kind of has to outwit Sonata in order to get him over the ropes, which he does, and he wins, which you kind of should because it's your go-home show. And it was, it was a fun time. I really like these elimination-style matches. They could be maybe a little bit more. You know, giving me what I want with the Doki. I just want him like I, I know it's unrealistic. I just want to see Doki win every week, probably because like for the last three or four years, I've seen him almost lose every single week. So turn it around, Japan. Come on. It's time, right? I mean, like how long? You can't do Mikey Whipwreck forever. Eventually, he has to win. Otherwise, all that uh, look, losing is for nothing. You know, so. I know he's in A block. I know he's probably he's got he's got Hiromu, Ishimori, TJP, Leo Rush, Mike Bailey. Uh, There's going to be a lot of hard matches for him, but yeah. But he's going to beat people unexpectedly, and I think okay, so I think this year should be the wild he'll be, card. He'll be the guy who like goes on a streak at the beginning and then peters off. That's what Doki's yeah. going to do. He's going to have like a big streak at the beginning and then peter off and not win the tournament, but have like a fucking fantastic tournament where he beats Hiromu and, and you know, fucking Mike Bailey or something like that. So we'll see. I, I'm very interested in there, you know, to what, what happens with Doki. And I love Doki. This match was fun, Luke. There was all kinds of fun stuff in this. And like you said, though, it's interesting how like with that whole cat and mouse situation you described with Hiromu and Sonata. We've often bitched at Sonata for not slowing down for older wrestlers. And is Hiromu like maybe one of the only guys besides like Leo Rush that's like faster than Sonata? You know? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting, right? So I, I think that that might play a role into their matches, you know, coming up. I am interested in the match. Kind of think it's dumb. But, like, unless you're putting the title on Hiromu, and if you're doing that, why are you doing that? But if you're doing that, then okay, this is what we're doing. But I, I just, I don't know. This is it's a too weird soon. thing. I know New Japan likes its first, like, its first timers, you know, first time having the main title, to have a kind of a shorter run. And then, they, then when they get their second run, it's a lot, it's longer and stuff like that. They did it with Jay White. They did it with Okada. Yeah. Don't do it with Sonata. Like, he already had this problem with the U.S. title. That was his first singles title. He got injured straight away. He's got this belt. He's got a new faction. Keep it on him for a few months. Like, give him a couple of defenses first. Here's um, <sighs> me to trying to say keep the belt on Sonata. I can't believe it. But I don't know. I feel like 
I feel like Sonata needs that belt more than Hiromu does. Hiromu doesn't even need the fucking belt he has. You know? I, like, I, I just feel like that the best way to do this is he loses that that match. And, like, he almost wins, obviously. He barely, you know, almost loses. And, and, and that is the proponent to get him to drop that title. That's why I thought he should have dropped it to Kanemaru, because then he can lose this match, but prove himself on the big stage as far as heavyweights and move to heavyweight. If that's what he wants to do, because like, because what else he's in the Kushida position where he needs to go away for a he's while because there's mm. nothing left for him to do. And, and all he's doing is doing the same shit over and over again. And and I love Hiromu, man. He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Yes. But an easy way to ruin a wrestler that's great like him is overexposure. That's like the only way you can kill the like tremendous wrestler that is, you know, is transcendent in all ways. You know, these rare guys that you run into in these big companies and sometimes small ones. The only way to destroy them is overexposure. It's the only way. So don't make that mistake. One one thing that confuses me about New Japan sometimes, Mr. Guy, is you have the never open weight title. Yeah? Then why is it always fucking heavyweights fighting over it? Here's here's a little excursion Hiromi yeah. can do away from the junior division for a while. Have him be the never weight never open weight champion. Then he can wrestle anyone. You know, I've never well, that- seen why don't you, that belt used to be the path to heavyweight, right? It, it's been the path to heavyweight for many guys. You know, why can't it be his path to heavyweight? Besides, uh, I think Hiromi would have a fucking amazing run with that title. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just we have this belt where anyone can wrestle for it. And except for some rare circumstances it's heavy guy versus heavy dude and i'm just like you don't need to do that and if you're not ready to bump hiromu takahashi up full time into the heavies just have him be in the the never champ and i'm sure there's some heavies that won't mind losing to him and they won't lose anything losing to him either i've done didn't hurt ishii's career didn't hurt yano's career you know what i mean it's like hiromu's crazy over it it's fine it, it I don't know. Robert's crazy, and he's going to make everyone else Make everyone crazy. else just as crazy, <laughs> yes. That's my little nitpick about um, New Japan right now is before no the show starts, yeah. nothing. Don't you have merch you want to pimp? Anything? Pay-per-views coming up? Anything, dude. Instead, 30 minutes of... Yeah, that song is really exciting, but then it just stops for a second, and you're like, oh, and then it starts. It's like uh, anti-hold music. It's the yeah. opposite of hold music. Like, hold music's supposed to make you, like, kind of chill and just forget that you're on hold, whereas this shit's, like, it reminds you we are going fast towards something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dream yeah. watch Saint Door. Yeah, I, I, I missed that. I missed the uh, remember the silly commercial from it was uh, it was actually when Strong first came out and it was the fucking strong like young boys were selling like this sponge that had soap in it already. <laughs> it was this yeah, commercial. That shit was so fun. I missed that. That's cool. And then every line after they do something is like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That was a really adorable ad. I also missed the strong ad where for some reason it has 
Shibata and another commentator laughing as it zooms in on Jordan Clearwater's penis in his trunk or something <laughs> like that for some reason. And they're laughing. I'm like, all right, that's a clip you can use for your highlight reel for Strong, I guess. I don't know. Dude, listen, I have this photo. I'll send it to you. So Jordan Clearwater is like the TV champion, like in, in NWA, and he's like a heel now. He's Mr. Hollywood type guy, right? And some fan brought a sign to the show that is one of the fucking funniest signs I've ever seen. And he was like posing with the sign, so he's in on it. But it's it said it had like a really nice drawn picture of Jordan Clearwater. It said Jordan Clearwater is smooth down there, like a Ken doll. That's <laughs> 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 amazing. Oh, I oh my goodness. Uh, Jordan Clearwater, I was like, I'm watching Yellow Jackets, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, he looks like Shauna's husband, if you've seen Yellow Jackets. They kind of have a similarity there. I mean, Shauna's husband's a lot older, but... Uh, was he know. eating people in the woods, too? Or no, 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 no. Is he part of a cult? Or is he, like, not part of a cult, but he died, but he's, he didn't die? Like No, no, he's just normal <laughs> husband man, but... I, I mean, I could tell you some crazy. of the backstory, but uh, yeah, I don't want to. I'm listening to this New Japan podcast, and suddenly at the end, <laughs> the fucking Aussie prick spoils Yellow Jackets for me. What the fuck? <laughs> talking about guys that are smooth like a cat. <laughs> end of this show, they're all talking dicks and Yellow Jackets. Like, I don't know what the fuck's on. Yeah. yeah that show's crazy. I'm <laughs> Everybody's either eating somebody or casting a spell or fucking going back in time or some crazy shit. So, yeah. It's a wild, it's a wild show. Well, as long as Juliette Lewis is in it, I'm going to check it out. Cause I always thought she was the coolest ever since uh, I was a teenager in the night. So yeah. So, so Richie, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a great cast it, it, for me. Sometimes I watch it and I'm like, this is 15 minutes of plot in an hour, but I like the acting. So I'm like, I'm, I'm all right with it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I thought we should end the show on a on that note. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we 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 have. Do we have another show before Dontaku? I am just going to quickly yes, check that. There are certainly other Road to Dontaku shows, and we'll see if we can oh, yeah, tag matches on these shows, uh, or if there's just fucking more house shows with elimination tags that Doki doesn't win. Well. Well, tonight we get uh, Shingo Bushi Doki Taichi, so I'm going to be all, all up in that. That's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be fun. This is, it's, this is all, yeah, I'm all up in that. It's going to be, tonight is definitely a, another How Shall We Fun Tag Star match. And then uh, Wednesday, of course, May 3rd, is the, the massive uh, wrestling Dontaku show. So, yeah. No, no yeah, triple threat tag match, though. This this one this next show is in somewhere called Oita, which I think that is like the sticks. Pretty sure that's the sticks. So that might be fun. Just saying. Looking forward to hearing about the Beppu Beacon Plaza as well. Like whoa. Yeah, I have a lot to say about it already, and I haven't even done my research yet. So <laughs> yeah, uh, that's exciting. So the next show will be Wrestling Don Taku that we'll be uh, you know podcasting about, and then Luke, the best of Super Junior starts in a couple weeks. Holy shit! Can't wait. I know, man. Oh man, lots of exciting stuff happening. But uh, unless Mister Guy has anything that he would like to add. 
Always give him a couple of seconds there, just in case. Ingato, except for the uh, House of Torture Bishop on stuff. Ingato, we trust. 